the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Three oh seven on the Central Coast. It is Friday, March first. Here we are in March already, two thousand and twenty-four. I'm Dave Congleton. Friday's Pie Day. We've got pie. Well, we've got cake today. It doesn't matter. We've got you. That's all we need. Craig and I are here with you all the way till seven o'clock. Later on this hour, we will enjoy the Alala Berry Cream Cake from Lens. Our buddy Colin Jones is going to be joining us. He's retiring from Caltrans, so let's send him off with a piece of cake, shall we? At 4.05, we'll run that last call, the Friday night open line. Let's see what's on your mind. At 5.05, Michael Aaron Woody joins us. It looks like Steve Garvey is going to make the runoff in the Senate primary race on Tuesday. So can the GOP actually stage a comeback this year? Let's hear from Michael. Let's hear from you. Eric Gorham continues that theme at 6.05 as he previews the Tuesday primary. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, it's time for Pet of the Week. Every Friday, we start things off by trying to find a great home for a great dog or cat or bird or horse, whatever county animal services throws their way. Regardless, Craig Hill, Pet of the Week is always brought to us by... Our great friends at Cuesta Park Animal Hospital, creating a friendly, informative, and supportive veterinary environment while treating your pet as if it was their very own. Visit com for more information and to book your appointment today. Thank you, sir. Craig's done a great job. He's already got the photos posted on our Facebook page at News Talk 920 KVEC. But here is the one, the only, Mr. Greer Eubanks. Eubanks. Hey, and sir. here is Freddie Mercury. You've got a dog named Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yes, I love the name. That's great. I've been trying to not arrange sure fits, that. But... Eh, I'm not sure it fits either. But he came. Yeah. He was given a name, Fred, and it turned into Freddie. It was like, oh, how about Freddie Mercury? Better Freddie Mercury than Freddie Krueger. That, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't adopt that dog. No. No, we'll there's, pass there's on no, that one. There's no Freddy Krueger in this guy. Okay. Uh, so, Freddy is a Rhodesian mid. Oh, boy. Come on, Greer. Get it together. Rhodesian Ridgeback. How's that? I think I got it right. Yeah. Uh, mix. Mix. He's uh, something else, too. A little bit of a mastiff maybe thing in there, but I, I don't even know about that. But bottom line, maybe lab. I think a lab might be in there. Beautiful red, you know, kind of a red brownish color. Um, we have him down as six years old. He's you not and, six. You and I have both looked at mm-hmm. his feet, his teeth, everything. Three. I want to talk about a year difference. I'm talking about years difference. He is much younger. His teeth are nice and white. Um, and, uh, you know, his temperament and his personality says a little more certainly on the youngster side. He's a stray. He was a stray that came in uh, from the 100 block of Vista Drive in uh, AG. I'm not sure where that is, but um, that's where he came from. And that goes all the way back to December 13th. 
Uh, see, it's described as having a happy-go-lucky personality. Is happiest when he has a toy in his mouth. Where's his toy? He didn't bring the toy. That's true. It's in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, However, has lower, he has lower energy. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know about uh, his. Well, his energy, I would say, is a little higher than lower. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It's when he's out and he, if he sees other dogs, he wants to play. And that's a good thing. Like, and it doesn't matter, male, female, because one of our alumni, Lobo, uh, is his good buddy. And they're about the same size. Maybe Lobo's a little taller. Um, and Freddie and Lobo just get along famously. They're really, really good together. Um, you know, all in all, a very good nature temperament. But the only, the only thing I can see with about this dog, um, Freddie, is that he needs a little more in the way of leash manners. Um, a little bit of that training, and I well, think he's you, probably not been on a leash. It would not, not with any training, you know, I mean, consistent training. Yes. Chances are he was on, wasn't on a leash. He ran away. Chances are, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, just a very good-natured boy, very loving, um, good with, like I said, most every dog I've ever introduced him to. There, he's a cuddle bug and enjoys being brushed. Yeah, yeah, all of that, all of that. He's he's leaning up against me right now. Um, he just got that you know young dog energy. So needless to say, if you've got another dog that, you know, you just, you know, you don't want to have to entertain all the time and play with all the time. You need him to be, you know, to kind of entertain himself or herself. That's where Freddie can come in. Freddie can take over that role real easy um, because he's just got that sweet energy about him with other dogs. And the energy is positive in this case. Positive. Yes, very positive. Very positive. Um, let's see. What else can I say about this boy? Um, like I said, he... When he's not around a lot of distractions, he's very calm and he's very chill. Kind of like what he's doing now. Walked, we all came in together. We walked up the steps. Yep. Dropped the leash. Dropped the leash. Yep. Went right on up the steps himself. He, he, jumped sits, the, on, he sits on command. Yeah. Jumped in the back of the car with, you know, all he did was pop the back and he just jumped right on in, right on in and then tried to smell all the hundreds of other dogs that have been in the back of my car. Um, and, uh, and then did really great with a little bit of roll down on the window, getting sniffs of the air outside. Easy, easy, very easy to work with here. And, ha- but handsome. That, I mean, look. Everybody has their biasness of what they want, you know, in a dog, big, small, particular breed, but personality and and looks do matter a lot. And I think he's a very handsome boy. Very distinguished looking. Yeah, and distinguished. Good, you know, good natured boy. Probably about 50 pounds, I would think. Um, Floppy ears. They hang down like a lab ears. So, um, yeah. So go to the Facebook page at Newstalk 920 KVC and check it out. Let me look over at Craig Hill. And see if he's had a chance to meet Freddie Mercury. Yeah, very, uh, very interesting dog. Definitely not six years old. No. Yeah. And yeah. no. uh, uh, very nice. I saw lots of energy, but not excitable energy. Like it definitely wanted to move and groove, but wasn't, uh, I don't know, overboard. Wasn't yeah. out of control. Uh, no. Very nice dog. I can definitely see the uh, Rhodesian Ridgeback, but there's some, something else going on in there. Yeah, he. I mean, you can you can jazz his energy up. Don't get me wrong. That's why he's not six years old. Um, however, on the other hand, if you got a calm environment, you're sitting around, you're doing, you know, maybe cooking a dinner, watching a little TV, whatever. He's going to chill out right with you, just kind of hanging out, hanging hey, out. That's the dog can do. feed off the room. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Whatever energy's around him. And I guarantee you, anything you drop in the floor, you don't have to worry about cleaning it up. He'll take care of that for you. It's a built-in vacuum cleaner. He's very good. So what's the fee for our friend? Well, we got 161 but, you know, Dave, you and I said we'll kick in that, hundred, that one buck, right? 
Yeah. And so we'll make it 160. 160. Do we know yet why it's 161? Uh, you know, I keep forgetting to ask. It's such an important question here. We've got to find out what that why is. Why not 162? D- why exactly. not 159? Why, is it, why is it 161? Yeah. That's an yeah. odd fee yes, for a it dog. Yes, it is. It hmm. is. So um, I know it's not like the stock market. It goes up a dollar one year or one week, and next week it's down a buck. Okay, so what they get you is a spay or a neuter. He's already neutered. He's ready to go. Um, a microchip, a rabies shot, uh, and all the other general you know shots that are required, a bordadella. Um, and let's see, you also get a, like, a, did I say microchip? Yeah, the microchip. And what a license, a one-year license. You get a free vet check. Uh, so if you want to, you're concerned in any way whatsoever, and even if you're not concerned, do the free vet check. It's in fact, the, the, most vets will now throw in a free check for you as well, so you can get checked up by your vet. And your dog can get checked up. Just to make sure that the compatibility is there. That you've got the ability to take care of this wonderful dog that you're adopting, which is the most important thing. we got uh, Greer Eubanks is with us from County Animal Services with Mr. Freddie Mercury in the house, our pet of the week. Check out our Facebook page at Newstalk 920 KVEC. Back with more right after this. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. She, Shay. Uh, halfway through the segment with Mr. Greer Eubanks, longtime volunteer at County Animal Services. Although we seem to be hitting a wall lately. We're not, we're not finding homes for these pets. Lobo, Junior, Baylor, still there. All of them, and all of them are, you know, these are not special needs dogs, folks. These are dogs that, you know, have some great personalities. The only thing I can say about them is that they're not. 20 pound dog. So let's make the comparison. You have one cat. One cat. One cat. Talk about no competition. Right. And how many dogs do you currently have available? Have 44. Okay. And four rabbits. So what's chicken. what's wrong with this picture? We've got 44 dogs and one cat. And we've talked mm-hmm. about it at length on this broadcast. We have all these dogs, particularly in the range of two, three years old, COVID dogs. Yeah. Everyone that went out to get a dog during COVID and then COVID hopefully ended, and people surrendered the dogs or turned them loose, and now they're just slammed at county animal services as well as shelters up and down the state. Yeah, yeah, it, it's you know I don't want to you know be accusatory, but it is irresponsible to just release your dog. Um, if your dog is lost, um, it, it, you know, obviously call animal services and to find out what happened uh, if your dog has been found. Um, by and large, what I'm getting at is if you cannot keep your dog any longer, there's so many options, obviously, before even when you adopt a dog to begin with. Make arrangements. Talk to family members. Talk to friends. If anything should happen to you, your circumstance, would they be willing to take care of your dog? It's not that much to ask. You would do anything, you know, uh, uh, you know for your, your children. Well, part of your family is your pet. 
your dog, your cat. And so take on that responsibility. It's not that hard to do in the very beginning Um, because you never know what can happen. You may have to give up your your pet. Um, The other thing is you can also put a listing on Craigslist, and it works very well. Um, Not for everybody, but it's worth a shot. You take pictures. You uh, put the dog out there as available, and you do a home search to make sure that it's a good good home. And that's another way to rehome your dog, uh, rehome your cat in such a way that you feel a sense of of, um, you didn't abandon this, this pet of yours. That's the most important thing. So please consider that. So with that in mind, let's remind folks what a great dog we have here in Freddie. Okay, so Freddie, or as we now call him, Freddie Mercury, better known as You're My Best Friend from uh, Night at the Opera on Queen's album. <laughs> um, got him down to six years old. Trust me, he is not six. He's the youngest six I've ever seen. So why don't we say more like three? How did we come up with six? Split the difference. Split the difference, yes. How did we come up with um, you know uh, everything from the breed we believe is Rhodesian Ridgeback mix? I agree with that to the age uh, six we don't agree we think more like three it has to do with the fact that the dog is a stray so we don't have a lot of background on Freddie Mercury Um, all we do know is that he's been there since December 13th and so you know we're getting on there with some months here and I think when he first comes out of the kennel like with almost all of our dogs they are so enthusiastic to get out and to get out and just roam around and have fun that they can seem like they are quote out of control but really, you can see him in the studio, Dave. You know, you can comment on the fact that he's calm, yeah. looking out the window. Well, look at this. He, checking he, the scenery. He, he's just, his nose is glued to the window. Yeah. And he's just, it's like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm up, I'm up above everything. Yeah. He's got, uh, he's very treat motivated in a very gentle way. And very no quiet, yeah. very well behaved. The only thing is that he tugs and pulls in a leash a bit. And that's easy enough to work with relevant to halter collars. Or if you just want to spend a few extra bucks and just have a trainer work with him for a few times. Um, and then that'll give you an insight as to what motivations he has to be a little less pulling on the leash. That's nothing compared to if it was animal aggressive. I bet this would be a good running dog. Oh, God, yeah. He's got great energy, and he can go for miles, as many miles as you got in your uh, shoes. He's got them also. So absolutely, you want to you know, take advantage of that uh, aspect of him. And the fact of his size, you can easily um, be able to you know, go on a big hike, a big run. He'll keep right up with you, and you'll be very safe. Trust me. Um, he just has that look about him that would be like, yep, that's my man. That's my lady. Hmm. I'll take care of you. Let's put the spotlight on some of the other dogs available for adoption. Okay, so uh, let's stick with the alumni because we know most about them. Lobo is the German Shepherd, um, kind of grayish black coat um, coloring, uh, most likely a German Shepherd mix, uh, but definitely a mix in there, and that is Freddie's good buddy. They're both about the same size, and it just says a lot that these two male dogs, you know, they just love to play with each other. Lobo is super accommodating to Freddie, uh, and mellow and easygoing, more mellow than even Freddie. So please check out Lobo. This is a great, great dog. Gets along, obviously, with plenty of other dogs. Junior, the Great Pyrenees that we had on last week week a fantastic big big boy um but he's got a 
gentle, chill nature. Again, he gets along great with certainly all the female dogs I've seen there. Um, and, you know, I don't see any issues there with, you know, getting along with other dogs. Um, he'll be great on a farm. If you've got goats and, and uh, you know, sheep, um, that's what they're bred to do. And I can see Junior being the perfect dog to just hang out there in the field with Beautiful, him. beautiful dog Junior was. Beautiful. You know, just a pure breed, 125-pound Great Pyrenees. Baylor. Baylor was a lab mix uh, with one blue eye. Um, a black dog with a stripe. With the tiny little white yeah. stripe down the middle of his nose yeah. and, and forehead um, and one blue eye. But definitely got a lot of lab, black lab in him. And a, a generally a calm Good-natured boy, um, you know. I would highly recommend Baylor. So we got those three in particular that I, I really think you want to take a look at. Um, little dogs. I think we got two in there that I last saw, and I'm not even sure of the breed, but they need some serious grooming. Uh, <laughs> they 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 are muddled up. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we just don't get in a lot of small dogs, and I'm, I would be willing to bet that's not uncommon with most of the shelters now. Um, but generally speaking, you, you, with a big dog, if their temperament is calm, it doesn't matter how big or how small they are. Um, I've got a you know, nutmeg back at home, and I call her Nutty Meg because she's only about 20 pounds maybe, and she's got a ton of energy compared to Freddie. Freddie would be the, he's the chill dog uh, compared to my Nutmeg. Uh, so it, it just depends upon what you're looking for. If you're looking for a calm dog, don't think so much about how big the dog is. You saw rabbits. And we got four rabbits and one chicken. And I'd like to say we got one giraffe, just so you, we can get some people down there to take yeah. a look at our animals. But five we bucks. Don't. Five bucks. Uh, five bucks each on the rabbit and the rabbits and the chickens, um, and yeah, there you go, there you go. And uh, so it's it's a very reasonable thing if you're looking for you know rabbits and chickens for five dollars, um, and for a hundred and sixty, uh, you know, believe me, that money. It's almost insignificant um, when you think of the longevity of all our young dogs there and how many years you'll have them. It's almost like you know, $15 a year worth of investment for the number of years you'll have left with that dog. $10, $15. Uh, it's nothing um, compared to what you, the enjoyment and the long-term love that you'll get from this companion. Mm-hmm. Always looking for volunteers. Yeah, especially on a day like today. Oh, it's raining out. I want to. I don't know if I want to go down there and volunteer. Well, we need you. We need you. Um, we got a lot of dogs that need walking and uh, some socializing and just some, you know, just some love and some attention. So, uh, you know, it's a great place, you know, to come down to. The animal shelter itself is a, a wonderful facility. Um, you know, uh, as well as you will meet some really, really wonderful people there, all different age groups. Um, we got them, you know, from in their 20s all the way up into, you know, my age, which is way out that there. That old. All way right. out there. I so. got a minute left. Let's remind folks what a great dog we have in Freddie, our pet of the week. Yeah, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, a, I'm gonna, it's six years old, but we're going to say he's three years old because that's about what he is. Um, Rhodesian Ridgeback Mix. A beautiful, beautiful red, solid red coloring all the way through. Good, gentle-natured boy. Um, gets along well with virtually all of the dogs, even some of the male dogs that I've seen, so no big deals there. He will definitely be your best buddy and your best companion. He gives you great eye contact, good on treats. Just work a little bit on the leash manners, and you've got a, a, just a turnkey dog. 
<coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, photos on our Facebook page at News Talk 920 KVEC. Check them out. Greer's going to stick around. We're off to uh, news and traffic and weather. Colin Jones from Caltrans is retiring. So we invited him to come in for a piece of a Lollaberry cream cake. All right, we stick around. This is Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. It's a wonderful day for cake. You can ask all the birds in the sky, and they'll tell you real sweet with a musical tweet. It's a wonderful day for cake. Cake. For cake. Pop. Cake. For cake. It's a wonderful, wonderful day for cake. I'm sorry. With all due respect, buddy, whenever I hear you sing, I'm just kind of losing my appetite. I have a great voice. <laughs> hey. <That was> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's time for pie or cake of the week. It doesn't matter. It's Lynn's. It's going to be great. We invite you to start by going to the website, lynnsfruitbin.com. Check it out. See what you think. You can read more about the history of the Lynn family on the Central Coast. You can shop at the online bakery, all sorts of snacks and treats and desserts. You can visit the online store. You can check out the menu for the main restaurant and the easiest pie cafe right out back. Think about what you're going to have on your way up north. Or, more to the point, you can ship a pie or preserves anywhere in the country from the convenience of your home. Just go to lynnsfruitbin.com. Greer is here. Freddie Mercury is here. Craig is here. And look who also is here. Our buddy, Mr. Colin Jones, in his final week as a Caltrans employee. So we thought we'd bring him in and send him off in style with a Lynn's cake. We have the Alalaberry cream cake here, gentlemen. One of the all-time great Lynn's desserts, as yes. far as I'm concerned. Yes. Have you had this before, Colin? No, I haven't. I've done the pie, but never the cake. This right. is awesome. So here, anyway, here, here's the question. You, Thanks for having me. Are you, are you a cake guy or a pie guy? Um, probably a pie guy more. Right. Uh, I like it all. So, what do you think? Oh, I like the fruit. I mean, I'm definitely a like the apple cranberry or the what is it, the peach cranberry lens is good and cherry pie. I like all the fruit pies. So this is this yeah. is a spot good. Yeah, Greer. Yeah, you know what I like about this cake is that you know you have the fruit. Um, the cake is the savory part. You know, it's not too light. It's not too dense either, but it's just got just that nice fillingness to it. Um, so yeah, that part I really enjoy. And Craig, what is what's the the frosting on the uh, top and the sides? What is that? Do you know? Well, if you go to the uh, Facebook page, News yeah. Talk Nine Twenty KVC, you'll see pictures on there, and it's Olalaberry and cream frosting on the top there. Really good, really tasty. Now that you mention it, I gotta try it. Just yeah, to make sure. not it's not you. You look at it and you think it's gonna be super sweet, but it's not. It's got it's got a really good flavor to it. Yeah, and, and not just the flavor, but the texture. Yeah. Very smooth. So we put yeah. the question to Craig because Craig always holds back, doesn't have the pie or the cake too early because he just likes to take a bite and react to the flavors in his mouth. Mm. So what are you experiencing right now, Craig? 
cake in my mouth. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, there we go. All right. I, I'm experiencing moisture because I just realized I didn't bring in a bottle of milk like I like to, mm. and I don't care because I don't need it. You know, the milk would complement it, but you don't need it with this cake because it is very moist. It is very delicious. The uh, cream on the side, the f- I, I said cream, but I meant frosting. Because this frosting doesn't seem like frosting. No, it doesn't. When you, when you hear frosting, you think sugary, yeah, you know, that's fluff. what I asked, yeah. This is very creamy. So the creamy frosting on the side mixed with the uh, the cake that is not dry at all. Yeah, very it, clever, very clever way yeah. of, of uh, decorating. And then the sweetness comes from the berry. It's not like a sugar-sweet frosting. It's not a sugar-sweet uh, cake. It, it's not anything else. The sugar sweetness mm-hmm. is from the fruit. So it's a fruit sweetness yeah. that you're getting in this cake. Yeah. Well, Freddie approves of the cake. I can tell you that. You guys are trained professionals, man. Well, we've been doing this for like six years. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on my bucket list. <laughs> we, we, we've had this all. So for when you retire from Caltrans, did they give you the cake? Um... You should no, ask for a Lynn's cake. They, 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 I think I get a certificate. And, you they know, don't have like a things. going away party with, here, we got uh, you a cake. We got you a Lynn's cake to celebrate your retirement. Yeah, there, there might be some sweets or some lunch involved. I think I would yeah. ask for that. Yeah. They get them a map of all the secret driving lanes that everyone else doesn't know about. That's what they give them. <laughs> hey, if I had to tell you all those, I'd have to kill you. The underground <laughs> I already know them. <laughs> That's right. We're enjoying the Alalaberry cream cake. Now, here's the good news. You can go, go to your favorite local grocery store on the way home tonight. You can go to the frozen pie section. All the fruit pies will be there waiting for you. The fruit pies, the jumbo size or the individual size, take them home, pop them in the oven for about an hour. You'll be good to go. But if you want the Alala Berry cream cake or any of the other wonderful cakes available through Lynn's or the pot pies, you have to drive to Cambria. It's worth it, even during the rain, Craig. Yeah, you know, you said the good news, and I was thinking, you know, there is no good news. Because if I mean, you want to... There's no bad news. No, there is no good news, because you have to drive up the coast Sarcasm, of California yeah. between the mountains and the ocean to go to the quaint village of Cambria to get the world's greatest and only Alalaberry cream cake. It's it's nothing but bad news. It's it's a horrible life if that if you have to do that. I was just going to say, what a rough life. Dude. It is. Yeah. 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 On the roads, you know. Hey, yeah. they're open, <laughs> except for to Big Sur, but yeah, they're open. <laughs> well, you don't need to go to Big Sur. You just need to stop yeah. in Cambria. That's right. That's right. all you need. Yeah, so if you're listening up in Monterey, well, you had a long ride. Uh, <laughs> Freddie is eyeing this pie, but we're not going to give him any. Oh, but he yeah, would I, certainly like a piece. I gave him a little bit of piece. Yeah, it's a good thing that, dog's, that dog doesn't have laser love. eyes. You gave a dog a piece of a lullaby cream cake? Just a cake. Just, okay. a, just a little taste. Oh, wow. And he was very gentle with it, and he said, oh, this is so good. You yeah. can clean up the mess. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, what are some of your favorite uh, pies? Uh, like I said, I, I love the fruit pies, uh, the cherry pies, uh, uh, peach, cranberry. But i got to say, during the holidays, uh, pecan is probably my Remind favorite. Remind me where you grew up? I grew up in San Diego. All right, yeah, so a local, so California boy. Yeah. So yeah. you have a special memory. Like, uh, Craig has memories of apricots, and I've got memories of picking blueberries. I think we had a loquat tree, but loquats aren't that exciting, so... What is that? Uh, a loquat? It's a weird fruit. Uh, it would take too long to explain. <laughs> Did you ever have it in a pie form? No, not at all. <laughs> get reading really on the line. Yeah, really loquat pie. Yeah. Uh, loquat peach pie. Next week. Loquat kumquat. Yeah, oh. I, maybe just, like that. I don't know. just don't squat. <laughs> yeah. um, 
By the way, I'm really enjoying this, this uh, quote frosting, if you want to call it that, um, on the side. That's This is really good, folks. Really good. Very tasty. Yeah, you don't even need any whipped cream or ice cream. I mean, no, good, no, no, no. No, you don't. Yeah. Craig, what would you say is the highlight of the cake? Is it the alala berry or is it the... What would you point to? I, it, it's hard to decide because there's so many great elements to it. And that's one thing that I find myself doing when I have a Lin's pie or a cake is I will kind of eat them separately, the elements, and then I eat them together because they all stand on their own. This frosting, quote-unquote, which does not taste like frosting, it tastes like cream, uh, is absolutely delicious. The cake itself, just the cake, the, the sheet cake, delicious. The Olala berry, delicious. And so they don't, you know, one doesn't need to be stronger to stand up for the others. They all work together equally. See, I'm always drawn to the Olala berry. Because I love a lollaberry, and, and yeah. I only have a lollaberry when I'm eating something from Lens. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm always drawn to the taste of the lollaberry. Yeah. yeah, there was a place up near Half Moon Bay when I worked up in uh, the Bay Area, a, a lollaberry farm. And I went down there a couple times, and you could actually go out and pick lollaberries. Really? Yeah, it's off Highway 1. I can't remember exactly where, but I think it's between Half Moon Bay and uh, Santa Cruz. Road trip. There you go. Road trip. Yeah. Once they open up Highway 1 again. Well, someday. we can take the secret just roads that he knows about. Or just go one-on-one and cut over. We're cut over. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. You can always do that. This would be an interesting wedding cake. Yeah, it would. It, it would look, I went, you know, when I saw the whole cake, uh, Craig, I, I was like, yeah, that, that's what it could definitely, you know, sub as. It was a wedding cake. And photos up on the Facebook page at News Talk 920 KVC. People can see the Lollaberry cream cake yeah. as they go looking for photos of Freddie. And it's uh, uh, of note that you mentioned a wedding cake because this was my first introduction to this cake was uh, a reaction of our very own former Emma who was here, and I was carrying it in, and she made a just noise like, oh, my God, that's the cake. And she was freaking out. I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And she told the story of she's had this cake, or had that cake before, once before, and had been looking everywhere for it. She had it at a wedding and didn't know who made it, where it came from. And when I walked in with it in my hand, she freaked out because she had been looking everywhere for this cake that she had at a wedding one time. Wow. That's how much of an impression this cake made on Emma and has made on us. It's the Alalaberry Cream Cake available exclusively through Lynn's. Check it out. Greer, anything else you want to say about the cake? Ooh, yeah, it's very unique in many ways, especially the, the look of it is fantastic. Just a fantastic look on its cake. And it just um, only accentuates the fact that it tastes marvelous. Just a great tasting cake. Alright. Colin, anything else you want to say about the cake? Ditto. You guys covered it all. It's awesome. I'm glad I'm here. Thumbs up. <laughs> Craig, you get the last word. I wouldn't be surprised if Colin's quote-unquote retirement was a scam just to get in here on this cake. I think so, too. We yeah. didn't check. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any paperwork. We didn't check. Yeah. Hmm. You're just going to have to trust me on that one. Yeah. I got uh, a week to change my mind, but I think I'm going for it. Greer, take 60 seconds for a final thought about our very special Freddie the dog. Yeah, and he really is special. You know, he's not counter surfing. He's not trying to get up here and eat the cake cold. But if I was to put it down on the floor, he definitely would. Um, he's about, we have him down to six years old. Pretty much he's about a three-year-old Rhodesian Ridgeback mix. Really good-natured boy. Uh, his energy level is what you make it out to be. If you've got a nice, calm environment going on, you're just kind of sitting down, relaxing like we're doing now. 
So does uh, so does Freddie. By the way, his name is Freddie Mercury, and that um, says a lot about how famous he should be in your home. He will be the center of attention. He's a great boy. I'm telling you, he gets along great with other dogs. You're going to be away next week, so we'll see you in two weeks. Stacy will be here. Yeah, next right. week. You're you're welcome. Well, yeah, just see, see you in a couple of weeks. Odelay Greer. Odelay homies. And when we come back, let's chat with uh, Colin Jones some more and find out why he's retiring from Caltrans. We're live. We're local. We're hometown. Top of the hour, it's ABC Radio News, and then what's on your mind? We'll find out. We'll take your phone calls during our open line. Uh, we are back with Colin Jones from Caltrans, who's retiring a week from today. I know. Can you believe it? I know. I don't know. How do you feel? Uh, you know, a little nerve-wracking. I mean, getting up and going to work in the office every day since uh, January of 1988, uh, last 21 years here on the Central Coast. Even but during COVID, you went to the COVID, office. I went to the office, man. I was one of like four or five people in there. Yeah. Work is work. Home is home. But, uh, no, it's been a great ride. And, uh, you know, I did uh, manage public affairs for several years here and then uh, uh, passed it off to uh, Jim Shivers, who's probably working 10 times as hard as I am and doing a great job. And I've been doing the Clean California campaign the last two and a half years, which is sunsetting in uh, June. And eh, it just felt like the right time. I'm turning 30. Uh, no. You're 30. I'm, what? Hello. 36 years. I'm turning 63 tomorrow. So, you know, everything kind of lined up. Oh, and, you're so old. You're so old. 63. Well, <laughs> I feel old, man. There's some people at work with. I go, where were you in January of 88? And they weren't even born yet. Remind me what brought you to Caltrans. Ah, oh, gosh. I uh, got out of school in uh, uh, 84 at UCLA, and I got on a list and as an environmental planner, and uh, nothing happened. There weren't any openings. I tell people, back then, the job market wasn't all that great. So I moved back home to San Diego, kicked around some different jobs, and then... Got a call for an interview up in our office in San Francisco. A soul cowboy, kind of a fish out of water, went up there, got the job. Started in January of 88. I worked as environmental planner. And then the earthquake hit in October of 89. And that pretty much changed the trajectory of my life. A few years later, they, they needed someone in public affairs to handle all the rebuild and retrofit of all the freeways in, in the Bay Area. And uh, so I moved over to public affairs, did that, took a little leave of absence, lived in Mexico for about a year, and then came down here in 2002. Now I'm curious, where did you live in Mexico? Mexico City. What was that experience like? Uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. I, I traveled to Mexico a lot growing up in San Diego. Uh, but I studied at the uh, National Autonomous University and kind of traveled around, did some freelance writing, uh, semi-midlife crisis thing. But it w- I was able to get a leave of absence, and then I came back. When and, you had your midlife crisis at 30? Uh, I think it was 33. <laughs> yeah. Got it out of the way. <laughs> I'm probably due for another one, though. Well, I've never been to Mexico City. Oh, Mexico City is great. I mean... It's a crazy place, like 25 million people. But they, they literally have one of the best subway systems in the world. And then you get up and you can find a bus somewhere or you can walk between the blocks of where the subway is. It's, I never had a car. I mean, I have a friend who was just there and was driving. I go, why drive? you got a great subway and bus system. I wasn't even aware that Mexico City has a subway system. Oh, yeah, it, it was modeled after the one in Paris. The French, French helped build it. It's, it's amazing. Uh, so pretty much your career has been Caltrans. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I, I, I know you start out, you think, okay, let's see how it goes. And then, I mean, I, I think back, uh, you know, going through all my papers and stuff, certain things jog my memory of stuff I did. But to be honest with you, it, it kind of feels like a blur. 36 years of just a lot of stuff happening. But. So start explaining the process, Colin, of, of retirement, meaning when did you start thinking about it and what was the decisions that went into it? Well, obviously, we're part of CalPERS, which is a phenomenal retirement system, and it's a defined benefit, so you get a percentage of your salary based on how many years you've worked and your age and some other factors. And uh, so it's been interesting. I mean, I, I, I was kind of thinking right around when I turned 60, but I really enjoyed transitioning to the Clean California program and um, so that kind of kept me going. And, I, you know, I, I love the environment. I got a great boss, great coworkers. But I think it just kind of got to the point where, you know, just slowing down, kind of what value am I adding? Are there some other things I want to do? And, and the financial stuff penciled out really good. So, um, yeah, I just kind of so just woke up one day and said, this is the time. No, no, I, I, uh-huh. I'd been thinking about it. Yeah, in fact, I used to get questions all the time. Are you retiring? When are you retiring? You've been here forever. And I go, you know, everyone is different. We had a guy in construction work 54 years at Caltrans. 54 years? Yeah, yeah. And then he came back as what we call a retired annuitant where he works part-time. So in six to nine months, I could, you know, come back, work part-time, help out in the mailroom or do something or, you know, go work for state parks or, you know, I'll just kind of see how I feel. I honestly don't know how I'm going to feel when I wake up on March 11th on that Monday. And am I just going to look forward and not look back at all? And or am I just going to kind of be I just don't know how I'm going to feel. But I, I know that I got I got to stay busy. My my thing is getting up and out in the morning and more then, time for concerts. You're yeah. a big concert goer. Uh, yeah, I like going to concerts. I like riding. I, mean, what, I got so a lot of interest. What are you, you going to do? What's what's your retirement plan? My plan is basically to and I've got a couple part-time things lined up, but my main thing is kind of getting out in the morning, getting a part-time job. I've thought about maybe going to work uh, at the airport a few hours, you know, uh several hours a week. Uh you know, I'm going to probably join Rotary. I've got a, uh, uh, a security, concert security thing lined up that I'm going to do in the evenings. Uh, and I, I kind of want to have the afternoons to, whether it's go to swim at the Elks Pool or I got a couple hiking groups. Um, you know, I want to get back into playing a little more tennis and pickleball and being a little more active. Pickleball. You know, and I, I know. <laughs> I've played a few times. I mean, I'm, I'm not there yet, but, uh, but I will be soon. Dave, do you want to retire? Well, why would I want to retire? Well, there's more time for pickleball and you can become a Rotarian. Yeah, but there's also... Nothing, nothing against Rotarians. It's yeah, just that's yeah. not my lifestyle. Right. But it's a great group. Uh, Don, it's a great group. Our, our friend Don, he invited me a couple of weeks ago. And you know was... my connection to Don Maruska? We went to the same high school in that's suburban right, Chicago. Being... He was a few oh, years ahead of me. He was a valedictorian of his class. Yeah, and yeah. after Maine West, he went and got an undergraduate degree at Harvard... And then he's got his MBA from Stanford. He's he's amazing. That guy's very accomplished. He also has the only house that I'm aware of on the Central Coast with an indoor pool. I know. I've been to it. Yeah, it's a nice one. (laughs) Yeah, very nice. Right on the bay there, (laughs) too, man. It's beautiful. So, yeah, I mean, again, I I, I don't want to say I'm just going to 
just lollygag around, but but I'm pretty connected to the community. I like getting out and doing things. So you're not moving out? You're not no, moving away? No, I'm staying here. I not live right mo- down the street. I'm not, not going anywhere. escaping to Mexico? No, I'll do some more traveling. My girlfriend and I just booked a cruise to uh, uh, Greece in May, end of May, on Celebrity. So that's going to be fun. Uh, my brother lives in San Diego. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. So a lot more uh, you know, travel within the state. I got a lot of friends in the Bay Area. May is some a good time things. to go to Greece. Yeah, end of May, I think we're doing. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. We went in early September, and it was really hot yeah. and really crowded. Are you, doing, are you doing the Greek Isles? Yeah, yeah. We're actually going to start in uh, Barcelona and hit Malta and then the Greek Isles and end up in uh, Rome. So yeah. last time we went on a seven-night, and this one's going to be longer, ten-night. I figure you go all the way to Europe, you want to stay at least ten nights, and, yeah. and then we'll have some time on either end. And you're retired. Yeah, I'm retired. Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to hurry back. Yeah, my girlfriend still works. She's got a few more years. Colin Jones is with us. A week from today, he's going to be officially retired. Looking back on your career, what are you proudest? What are you proud of? What did you do? Well, when I started uh, in uh, the Bay Area and moved to public affairs, I worked on the New Bay Bridge Project, the East Band that we built. I remember when the announcement, when Governor Wilson was there and our director, that we were going to build a new span versus, um, you know, trying to retrofit and, and repair the existing one. And, um, yeah, that, a lot of meetings, a lot of controversy, just a lot of pu- public uh, involvement. Uh, you know, that's how kind of I honed my public speaking uh, chops because I would go to rotary clubs and, yeah. you know, radio stations. And now you can be one of them. Yeah, I did, talking about the new project. And so that was exciting. Uh, and I love the Bay Area. I was there for 15 years, but a promotional opportunity came up here in '02, And so I came down. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great ride here, too. I've got to work on some great projects. I kind of got the tail end of the Quest of Grade, uh, uh, a big upgrade uh, in '03. Uh, but, I, you know, I probably, taking back... Um, you know, the uh, uh, working with Santa Barbara County and the Thomas Fire and the debris flow in January of 2018 was an important project. So we're we, we going to get this, uh, the third lane southbound through the Pismal Straits. You going to get that right? Yeah, we're working on what's called a managed lane where it'll be yeah. kind of part time during the commute hour and. Uh, uh, you know, paving the shoulder area there. We're working with Slowcog on that. I'm kind of out of the day to day, so yeah. I don't know exactly the details. He's got to pin you down before you retire. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be hard <laughs> to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that that's coming along. And, you know what's interesting is, so I got here in '02. Questagrade was our biggest project. That's was right. 75 million. It was half of our total construction budget. We had probably 150 million in construction. I just checked our numbers the other day. We got 1.5 billion in construction just on the central coast more than ever part of it is all the sales tax measures sb1 kind of just deferred maintenance i mean our big signature projects are the highway 46 widening we're going all the way to bakersfield and we're uh, well past halfway we only have a couple more to go and then the big hov uh, carpool lane project in montecito on 101 all right uh, colin it's been great working with you for the last 20 years don't be a stranger no. uh, enjoy your retirement final thought uh just uh you know, work hard, enjoy your friends and family, uh, you know, cherish the time you had at work. Uh, but there, there's a, a big world out there, a lot of things to enjoy. Uh, but like I said, it's been a great ride, and I feel very fortunate. And slow for the cone zone. Slow for the cone zone. Don't right. trash California. All right. Thank you, Colin. Good luck.
Cheers. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. What's on your mind? We'll find out. Our open line begins next. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.